0: This is the podcast equivalent of drinks with your best mom friends. If your best mom friends just happen to be therapists. Introducing Honest Women with Andrea Berkley and Jessica Hutchison. We know another therapy podcast, but it's not the whole be more, do better, rotating panel of experts thing. 30 minutes, no filter, and the deep knowledge that no matter what you're going through, you are not alone. Listen to Honest Women on Spotify or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.
2: Every parent that has had a son has asked himself this question before. When do I put a stop to this or not? Okay. <laughs> and the thing I am talking about is your little dude playing with his peepee. pee. Mm. Oh. You can't even call it a penis yet, it's not wait. big enough.
1: We wait, wait. gotta call it a pee-pee. Is that-
2: it's levels. It, yep. <laughs> He's just a little toddler guy. Mm-hmm. It's a pee-pee. Well, mm-hmm.
1: courtesy of the potty training book that we have, it also is referred as a pee-pee in that. Yeah, so.
2: as it should be at yeah. that age. Um both Kristen and Cassie have young sons. Have you gone through the question yet? Like, okay, they're touching it all the time. When do we have the conversation? Like, when is it appropriate? When is it not?
1: Well, we are not there yet. He is two, almost three. So I'm bracing myself for this. I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet. Mm -mm. He did, um, because we take showers together, and he did take one of his toy boats, and he was banging his toy boat against his pee-pee. And I'm like, (laughs) that (laughs) can't possibly feel good. (laughs) Um, But it was just for a split second, and it wasn't anything like that. He was just like, huh, wonder. And then that was fine. (laughs) That's where it starts. But as far as like any... Like, um, I remember changing the first diaper where it was hard, Mm -hmm. and I was just like
2: what is going on? <laughs> what,
1: what, what, do I, what am I supposed to do with this? Yeah. And I just kind of like put the, put the, you know, the wet wipe over top of it. And I'm like, do I wait for it to go down? <laughs> like, do I keep putting, do I just put the, do I just kind of force it down and put the diaper over top of it? Yeah, it was, it's, it, there's a learning curve for, I for sure. I've
2: told you guys before that, uh, Hayden, I forget what age he was in. He was in the shower by himself and I was in the room right next to him doing some work, right? And I hear this blood curdling scream coming, <laughs> coming from the bathroom. I'm like, what the hell? I run into the bathroom, and the water had been hitting him in his penis, and it made it hard, and it scared him. <laughs>
0: so I'm, I'm going to be the buzzkill. We we call it a penis, okay. and he hasn't started any of that yet because he just turned two, but... He will be, he'll say the word back and he'll, you know, when I'm changing his diaper and touch it and I'll, I'll talk to him about it and I'll say, Hey, this is your private parts. Only you are allowed to touch this. No one else without your permission. Sometimes mommy and daddy and doctors will have to, but you're in control of your body and you only touch it in private. So it hasn't started, but I'm trying to plant the seed so I don't have to have the (laughs) awkward conversation. Like it can just kind of be ingrained.
2: All right. We got this email, this post that we want to run by Jessica Hutchison, who does a a podcast with. Andrea Berkeley, who's been on the show before called Honest Women and that's on my podcast network called Pioneer and they're both therapists but it's not like a therapist speak type of podcast. It's very relaxed very conversational and at the end of the day they're therapists but they're also moms so they're also- and it's really great to listen to uh, Hey there Jessica hey, Jessica. Uh-oh.
0: Hi, how are you? Uh, we
2: got a tremendous oh, echo Tremendous Hold up. on, where's, uh, that yeah, yeah, like, where's that coming from?
0: Very bad Um... <laughs> Me.
2: It's
0: you. Uh, yes. Oh, the there we go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, there was like 50,000 voices in my earphones. I'm like, oh God. <laughs> All
2: right, Jessica, let's read this to you. We wanted to get a professional in here because I think we've read the books. We've gone online for advice, but we want to hear it right from you.
1: All right. So okay. the post says, let's talk about boys and their penis. <laughs> I am not prepared to deal with this and maybe someone can help me. My three-year-old started to rub his penis and gets pillows. And sometimes I am sitting next to him and he even does it in my legs or arm like a horny dog. Clown face emoji. I tell him that he can do it by himself in his room because that's his private time. It's like I don't say anything. He continues doing it and he's looking at me. And he's smiling. (laughs) Please tell me I'm not alone. How's the right way to deal with it? All
2: right, Jessica here, not only a professional, but has a son as well. So where do we go with this? I do
0: have a son. Okay, first, before I say anything, let me say, no, you are not alone. And yes, this is totally normal. So I want to go ahead and put that out Mm -hmm. there before I say anything else. Now, remember when those of you who are moms out there, right, or dads, remember when your child first found their feet that cute little thing they did Mm -hmm. and they grab them and they suck on their toes and they do all these things. Okay. Well, at three, your penis is another foot. Like they just (laughs) found their penis. Okay. And now the little dudes like, whoa, okay, what's this? They are exploring another part of their body. No different than a foot. I will also say this. You know how pop culture rules say three-nager? Have y'all heard that? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh -uh. Uh Three-nager? (laughs) Uh-uh. Here's why. Okay. So we call them three-nager. So and that started when my kids were little. Terrible twos followed by three-nager years. Here's why we call it the three-nager years is it represents the oppositional behavior and defiance that three-year-olds can have as a way of asserting Mm. independence.
2: Makes sense, yeah. Right.
0: Yeah, and so here's what little boy is also doing. He is saying, wow, when I touch this part of my body, look at what mom does over here. Like, that is really funny to watch mom do that. Mm. So a lot of the times when a little boy is touching his penis... We're the ones sexualizing it. They are simply looking at us in our response. And now from straight up behavioral conditioning saying, when I do this, I get a real funny response from mom. And I kind of dig it. I didn't realize I had this kind of control over Mm -hmm.
2: her. Okay.
1: Right. And it's so hard to do when you have a little one, when they do something outlandish. And your instinct is to like correct them and like, you know make a scene of sorts but you you have to check yourself in the moment because that's what your kid is trying to elicit from you and you can't give them what they want so to dial yourself back and to not not reacting sometimes is the hardest thing to do as a
2: parent no doubt
0: <laughs> by far and you are absolutely correct Kristen it is we make it difficult mm-hmm. we complicate it as adults because as a 40 year old i have lots of life experience <laughs> on private areas right he doesn't at all. So, a lot of times as an adult, we are projecting our own thoughts and feelings that come from sex, masturbation, all of those things onto children who have absolutely no idea what it is, nor do they have the capability of even understanding it from a neurological and developmental perspective.
2: So, if it's just a foot, then when they are playing with it outside the home, how does that conversation go?
0: This is a cultural one because I find that parents are more concerned about what other people will think about them Mm -hmm. and how they're parenting than the child it than the child themselves it's the same concept of how much attention are you going to put to this behavior because the more attention you put to it the more control you're giving that child to do it and to elicit a response i would say for parents check yourself a little bit am i uncomfortable with this is this a me thing and i'm worried about other people now i will say touching you know having this conversation about touching ourselves in a private area i'll be honest at three years old developmentally they can't really conceptualize or understand that at all that's kind of a little bit later in life so i want to say i think cassie said something about awkward conversations embrace them embrace (laughs) the awkward conversations let me tell you they get more awkward especially with my seven-year-old who said wow, I was watching this girl on TV in a swimsuit and my penis felt funny. Oh. Uh-huh. They get more awkward, guys. <laughs> they get more awkward. And I was like, oh, that seems like a good conversation for dad. <laughs> Be like, That's why we're only going to watch Bluey in this household from here on out. That is never happen with I do not leave cartoons. <laughs> and while well, this is what happens when you have an older sister who likes to watch, you know, teeny, bopper right. things. Mm.
2: All right, so one last question before we let you go. Are you supposed to refer to it As a penis or is saying wee-wee or pee-pee, is that not what you're supposed to do?
0: Okay, and my, when I first started my parenting years, we always were told to use the proper name. I will say for just to simplify things in my home, we use the the proper term. Penis is the proper term that we use. I also think it it kind of like destigmatizes it and makes it less awkward. Also, it can be confusing down the line when you are having important conversations about who's allowed to touch you here. Start with the word penis, like make it known that this is an area that is private to you. When we start doing wee wee and pee pee and all that, mm-hmm. we're confusing the child a little bit, which can be more complicated when we're having other conversations.
2: Great stuff. All right, that's Jessica Hutchison. She is with Andrea Berkeley on a podcast called Honest Women. You can find it anywhere, and that is on the Pioneer Network. I'm very proud of this network. Uh, thanks for coming on with us. You rock.
0: Thank you for having me. Loved it.
2: Take care. All right. Again, that is Honest Women. You're on The Burt Show.
0: This is the podcast equivalent of drinks with your best mom friends. If your best mom friends just happen to be therapists. Introducing Honest Women with Andrea Berkley. And Jessica Hutchison. We know another therapy podcast. But it's not the whole be more, do better, rotating panel of experts thing. 30 minutes, no filter, and the deep knowledge that no matter what you're going through, you are not alone. Listen to Honest Women on Spotify or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.